Welcome to Queer Longing, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer communities. I'm Olivia Taylor. And I'm Lucy Sassel. Oh, hey, superstar DJ. (laughs) Turn it up. (laughs) Hello, it's me, the superstar DJ. It's you, DJ Prids. DJ (laughs) Prids. Yeah, I'm having my name changed by default to Lucy Prids. Name three famous DJs, go. Lucy Prids. Yes. (laughs) Eric Prids. Uh, um, The other one. What is his name? Fucking... I think you mean David Guetta. Yes, I do. That's exactly what I mean. David Guetta, the most normal looking man who ever was a DJ. Who ever had a yacht. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, oh God. Would you call Bass Hunter a DJ? I guess Bass Hunter is a DJ. Or is Bass Hunter like a producer? Who knows? No, I think Bass Hunter was a DJ, wasn't he? Like that sort of style of like standing in front of the crowd being like, Summer 2009! <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Which, you know, is the vibe I like. Do you remember when we lived because Bass Hunter was in the Celebrity Big Brother house? Yes. Yeah. We, we used to have a weird obsession with Bass Hunter, didn't we? Yeah. Something about a big fish. We used to, like, pretend he had caught a big fish. Do you remember that? Really? We, we used to do, like... Like a bass? We, yes! We used to do, like, a an impression of Bass Hunter having caught a big fish. Oh, my God. Why are we the coolest people in the universe? <laughs> And that's why we're bringing to you our unique brand of terrible humour. Wow. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. How are you? Great. Um, a little bit tired after last night. Lucy yeah. was the superstar DJ at Partisan Collective for their friend's own night. And it was absolutely slapping and banging, wasn't it? Was it good? Did you enjoy it? I loved it. <laughs> Obviously. I was like, I was saying to... Um, some of our friends that we went with, I was like, so, um, you know, Chris Jenner, where she's like got the camcorder. Yeah. And she's like, you're doing amazing. I was literally like, every song I was like, yeah, come on, best song ever. You, got, you guys were so supportive. It was dead cute. You were like in front of the booth, just being like, Wah! Like taking like paparazzi, like I taking loads of pictures. I felt like, do you remember in, I don't, oh, I don't know whether you will have gone to Vanilla this early on, but like years I've gone. only been once. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, years gone by, I'm talking like, I don't know, like 15 years ago or something. Yeah. They used to have like promo girls who would like dance right. on the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'd wear like, I don't know, like like torn off like crop tops. Yeah, like saying, with Bacardi like, Breezer on it. Or yeah, or like yeah. Vanilla Girl. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And they'd like yeah. do loads of like cool dancing with yeah. some uh, some big pants on. Yes. Like big pants and yes. a crop top, like grunge. Yes. Like grunge legs. boots. Yeah, I felt like one of those. Oh, you were one of those last night. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was loads and loads and loads of fun. And it was super busy when we did our set, which we were not expecting it to be as busy as it was. And we just kept going, oh my God, there's so many people out there. Obviously, I did it with my sister, not to uh, forget that this was a duo. Oh yeah, not shout, just myself. shout out to Izzy yeah. for her contribution. Yeah, and um, it was loads of fun. And not just you guys, but some actual strangers whooped when we played some songs, which felt so good. I was talking to Izzy last night when we were walking home. Yeah. And I was like, you literally had like seven or eight big screams yeah which is like not you know not to blow my own trumpet very good yeah i mean i i did know it would be good anyway mm. but it was really good that everyone else knew that as well yeah it's good <laughs> nice to be corroborated yes. in the room yeah it was loads and loads of fun hopefully we can do it again sometime because i just love it love to bring the bangers to the people the music to the masses yeah, exactly here it is <laughs> what else um, have you been getting up to this week so last weekend i went to blue dot festival to see new order with oh. uh, my family and it was a gorgeous time as i knew it would be yeah um we went like 
sort of mid-afternoon and like looked at some nice sciencey exhibitions yeah you some bits finally got your jodrell bank experience yes it was good yeah um w- w- yeah amazingly so i learned like loads of like bits about you know the space and that the space <laughs> the space and time yeah and um of learned, the solar system yeah and learned about the woman whose name i can't remember so i obviously didn't learn it that well but i am hung- hungover so that's probably why <laughs> who uh like discovered pulsars did right. that from jodrell bank yeah and then the next day on monday on university challenge guess what was the question this lady blah blah blah, blah what did oh. she discover and i was like it's fucking pulsar <laughs> i learned that yesterday <laughs> and did I they get it, it right yeah oh. but i got it for quicker yes because i had just learned it mm. but yeah so i went saw new order they were amazing it was really good um there was uh, a lot of like waiting in between where like because we didn't really know that many of the artists that were playing up t- before them so it was sort of a bit of like a oh, come on come on come on but they were really good unfortunately it started it was like a nice fine weather all day and then it started to rain as soon as new order came on which Aww. was like really annoying but fine not like really heavy uh and it was really good loved it and i cried when they played temptation <laughs> i was like ah, next to my dad who was like just like bopping along like like really sort of like you know you've seen him at a gig i have seen him at yeah, new order you've seen him at new order gig yeah um but uh and i was just there like oh you've got green eyes <laughs> like, like, bawling my eyes out it was dead funny and then um the only downside really was that to get out of the fucking car park i had to wait two hours ew and we were so like tired and like bored that we were like playing little games and then we uh, <laughs> we decided to like start trying to <laughs> We played stupid games like trying to name and remember every mug from our kitchen. <laughs> cool. And like count. <laughs> we all had to count in our head. This is me, Izzy and Adam. How many walls there were in the flat and then see if we all came up with the same number. <laughs> and that's how we have fun. <laughs> and did you come up with the same number? I got the right number. They were both a couple short and then they did it again. And then they were like, yeah, that, that is it. So okay. I was correct again, but um, <laughs> that is. It, but those are the best kind of things to do when you're tired, because um, they need to like keep me engaged. So I didn't like force. I have to drive us home. Yeah. So um, it's good to like do things and make your brain work. So I like to play a little uh, little teaser. Like, okay. Little, little teasers. Um, and was yeah. there any like classic mug that was missed out? We missed one of the my favorite mug, one that I had made. I couldn't believe I missed it. Oh. Well, not made, but painted. You know, yeah. like one of those workshoppy things. Yeah. And I couldn't believe I missed that. That was my, one of my favourite mugs. A key and mug. Yeah, the next day I saw it and went, oh. And I was like, oh, I meant to send Adam a picture, but I forgot. And then literally last night he went, Lucy, Lucy. And I was like, yeah. And he just like came around the corner with the mug. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we have fun in Hume. So yeah, that was my Sunday. And then for the rest of the week, I've just been, I was just planning this DJ set from last night, which just took up a lot of time. And also cracking on with bits for the live show and that so it's been pretty busy in that in that respect how about you how's your week been yeah kind of similar mm. i haven't done loads of bits obviously we got to record at b works last week and go and have a chat with them about the live show so it was mm. really great to spend a bit of time there in their new studio i have been to sugo twice shit i know that's so many times i know but also <laughs> sue never enough what, did you did you have different things each time no you're the same thing i had the crab thing twice oh i want to try that crab thing yeah is it good yeah i had it last summer as well because it's my favorite one because yeah, it, it's, so, it's been so hot yeah disgusting. i can't have the other ones because mm. they're too i don't know not what i want to eat in this weather so i've had the crab one and it was really great and then also this week i completed the mental health first aid course that yeah, i was talking about was last that? week yeah it was good it kind of like 
I did feel at the beginning it started off very like very like high school PSHE. Yeah. Off of like here's a picture of someone sad. Right, yeah. You know, and it's like some like Tumblr picture and it's like and they're like tell us what you think of when you see this and you have to be like sad, lonely, upset. You know, it just was a bit like yeah. come on. Yeah. Um a bit basic. But, first. you know, maybe they did that to kind of like build people's confidence yeah. or get people talking, I don't really know, but I was like, oh, this is a bit of a annoying. But then actually after that it got way better and we talked about like all the different types of mental health issues that might come up and present and like um, myth busting and misconceptions and how to approach people safely and yeah I definitely feel much better equipped and it's like not just for work as well it can just be for any time and I feel like I'd be able to like do that because as well it's really difficult because with a lot of these things there's no like one size fits all way of doing something right so a lot of it is just like very bespoke and kind of using your initiative at the time but there are like certain safeguarding things you can do to kind of like reasonably assess that what you're doing is probably safe and and good and on the whole better than doing nothing yes so so I definitely know like a lot more about that so I would say that it's like a good thing to do and I've got a lovely turquoise lanyard now for work oh nice because then people know that you're one of the people that they can approach kind of thing yeah Yeah. so they can just like approach me just anyway or they can just like message me or whatever and my name is up in the nice uh, on our floor so very good very good so I've mainly done that eating loads of pasta yeah um and yeah just been planning for the live show yeah, to be quite honest taking over our lives a bit but in, in the best way possible yeah and then panicking about the fact that i'm going to canada and i'm just not prepared yes. in any way and have no time you go tuesday or monday after the live show don't you yeah so the live show's on thursday yeah which will be tomorrow in podcast time on time and then um on friday i have to go down to milton Keynes for my stepdad's mum's 90th birthday yes all weekend so i'll get back late on sunday go to work all day monday and then go to Canada the early hours of Tuesday wow so I have no idea how this is all gonna happen yes so I've just been like maniacally ordering clothes from ASOS and like hoping that it's fine (laughs) um just your your suitcase is just unopened ASOS packages <laughs> yeah essentially essentially but um I'm happy that it's actually like a decent flight so it means I could like take a big suitcase and just throw a load of stuff in yeah that's I don't good. need to be yeah, too strategic like strategic yeah yeah and we're staying with a friend as well so oh, we'll I'll be able to like stuff do bits yeah nice yeah. so I'm really looking forward to that yeah, but what are you living and longing for this week oh Great little seg there. Um, I am living for this weekend pod time after we do the live show on Thursday. On the Friday, I'm going down to my sister's because it is my nephew's first birthday weekend. And he's having his first birthday party, (laughs) which is like basically pointless for a one-year-old, but is essentially just like a nice thing for getting all your family together and being like, oh, aren't you cute? And you're one whole year old, which I can't... One whole year old? Yeah, that's right. Which I can't believe that it's been a whole year of lovely Leo and you look so So. much alike now you're like (laughs) converging in the face we're just gonna be twinnies yeah yeah um and yeah so I'm living for that living for his life Mm. having been one whole year so that's what I am living for and um longing for it's just gotta be the live show Surely that is your longing for as well Olivia that is absolutely my longing for I mean I'm longing for it but I'm also like gripped with nervousness about it um i'm not that nervous i'm like just want to do it like i i i don't like expectation 
no idea. And, everyone, and everyone, keeps going, yeah, but everyone keeps going to me, are you excited? Are you excited? And I'm like, no, like, because I can't, I actually get excited about something after if I know it's gone okay. Yes. And, yes. Then, and then I can be like, woohoo! I just, I can't really believe we're actually doing it. So no. like, I'm just like waiting for it to happen. Yeah. And also <laughs> you may have seen on our Instagram this week, but we actually sold out our tickets. Yes. Insane. It's insane. It's well, and I didn't realize that that had happened, and it was only because a friend of mine texted me being like, "I can't get a ticket for my friend." Blah, right. blah, blah. It sold out, and I was like, "What sold out?" And they were like, "Your show," and I was like, <laughs> "Oh!" And then I checked it, and it said like fucking in big letters, "Sold out." And I was that, like, yeah. "Oh my god!" And then we spoke to the person at B Works, who we know, um, and she, and she was like, "Oh, don't worry, we can just put people on the guest list." Which I thought she was joking, like a jokey, like the guest list. And yeah. me and you were like, "Ah, yeah." And then she was like, "No, we, you, you can't. You, you can." <laughs> I was like, I haven't got a guest list. And I was like, Lon, I need to put my parents on. Yeah. Because they haven't got tickets. But um, that being said, if you know that you definitely, definitely want to come yeah. and you haven't got a ticket, but you really are definitely going to come, you can message us on Instagram or drop us an email or whatever. Yeah. And we will make sure that your name is on the guest list and, um, you know, pretty sure that we'll be able and to also, get you And also, like, if you were to probably just turn up, there's going to be, like, tickets that aren't fulfilled. So you'll probably be able to get in. Yeah. It's hard to say, isn't it, with a free event, like... Yeah who's going to turn up and yeah. who's not but um theoretically turn up so do i but theoretically it's sold out but yeah get in touch if you would Christ. like to come i know right don't have a breakdown now while we're recording <laughs> <laughs> i'm not having a breakdown i'm totally fine with all my capacities okay are here post eight pints um <laughs> so what so that's what we're longing for collectively yeah. what are you living for I think, yeah, just like I mentioned, I am living for a giant break and going yeah. to Canada, even though it's sort of creeping up on me a bit, but we planned some nice events. We're going to go up to this farmhouse and spend quite a lot of time there. We're going to be in Toronto, we're going to go to Niagara on the lake. Nice. So it'll just be nice to have a big chunk of time off. Definitely. And then when I get back, I'm starting a new job. Yes, you are. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, still still at the Beeb, still in the exact same building and the exact same floor. Oh, but I'm, I'm moving tables and that's a big adjustment for me. And that's what matters. Mm. In a world of hot desking. <laughs> yeah. Moving tables. I'll be hot desking on another bank of desks. Yeah. <laughs> so big changes afoot for me. So we agree with cute baby birthdays. Mm, we do. We agree with gorgeous podcast live shows. <gasps> don't we just? We agree with stunning holidays in North America. Absolutely. But Lucy, what don't we agree with this week? It's time for... I don't agree with it. So Lucy, another week, another plethora of things that I'm sure we don't agree with. What yes. is it that you don't agree with this week? Well, and also last week's I don't agree with it got cut, didn't it? Yes, because, cut from the um, team. Cut from, yeah. Cute without the E. <laughs> Did not make it. Um, so I'm going to have to be extra, very extra, extraly against something, which I very much am this week. Okay. <clears throat> so as I mentioned earlier, I went to Blue Dot Festival, yes. Um, I was in the crowd having a great time. And I will tell you, what I don't agree with is people fucking like throwing around like a bouncy ball. Yes. Or like like a blow up ball. Yes. Or a blow up anything in a crowd. Okay. I hate it so much. What do you hate more? Do you hate someone throwing a bouncy ball around at an outdoor gig or on a night out when people go, ooh, ooh. Oh, I hate both of those things so much. <laughs> I hate both of I can barely even do it. I know. Yeah. Oh God, this is people are be sick. No, the bouncy ball thing though at an outdoor gig is 
insane. I hate it so much. Blow up ball. Um, so there was this big like beach, you know, big oversized beach blow up ball thing. Yeah. And I hate, I hate how everyone like is getting it and going like, Way! like hitting it. And I hate like that you've got like constantly be on the sort of on. You're on edge. Like, is it gonna hit you in the back of the head because it hit this woman in front of me in the back of the head? And then is it gonna like come? I just don't care. And I think it's gonna knock my glasses off. It's yeah. like all of those things, and it just makes me super anxious. And like, I just hate it loads. So like, it came, it did come like, and it like dropped right in front of me, and I just went like, look, I just looked down at it, and I was like. Pfft. <laughs> I spit on, on you. <laughs> and my dad was just laughing at me alone. And I was like, I hate it! <laughs> me and Adam were saying, like, we were both saying we hated it. Maybe he's just like, dead funny's just like, raise up like a fork. <laughs> like, yeah. It just comes and you just burst it. Don't give a shit. And then we're also throwing around this fucking like blow up alligator. Piss off! Yeah. So yeah, I really don't agree with it. I hate it. It makes me super anxious. And because I don't want to have to concentrate on anything other than like the gig. Whereas there, I, I know there's something else going on and I know it might might come and destroy my, my zen at any point mm. and I don't like it. So I do not agree with throwing around things at a gig. Just fucking keep to yourself. And also another thing, re-gigs, outdoor gigs I hate is and festivals especially, it's like flags in a crowd. Fuck yes. off. Okay. Which is one of the reasons why I never like want to go to Glastonbury because there are so many fucking flags. Many, in many a flag. Piss off! What if it were a queer longing flag? Go put it somewhere else. Put it on your tent. Whatever. <laughs> don't have it in the crowd. It's like restricting the view. It's who can be bothered to carry around a flag as well? <laughs> oh, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. And I don't agree with it. Yeah. I suppose that is a thing. Like who can actually be bothered to like, especially Glastonbury when it's a right trek to get anywhere. Yeah. Why would you prioritize carrying a massive flag with a pole People, attached to it's it? It's weird to me. These like displays of look at me. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but please come to our live show. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, sorry. So that is what I do not agree with on this fine day. What about you? Well, I did have one, but then I thought actually um, on further inspection that is probably worse because I too absolutely hate that. Isn't it the worst? It just really like speaks of something I don't want to hear. Yes. Mm. And it's very much like, oh, I don't know everyone like really gets into it and the more they get into it the more the more I get really angry that it's happening yeah it's um, the kind of thing that a few things that happen like in the club that will make me just like shut down completely and just stand there one is people going ooh ooh and the other one is sex on fire yeah as you know I'll always leave a room when sex on fire comes on yeah just stand still yeah sex on fire is pretty up there in the like don't stop me now echelons of end of night songs that I hate hate. yeah exactly it's my least favorite of all of them sex on fire I hate it yeah I hate it okay and I hate yes yeah um yeah and I probably also just hate having to work in this heat in general oh it has been sticky as hell do you have aircon at the beep yeah, so actually, to be fair... Well, work- you can't complain. Yeah, work- working, in the- working in the office is absolutely fine because yeah. it's all air-controlled. And everyone's complaining that it's too cold. And I was like, are you crazy? Like, Honestly. It's just, like, not a thing. Um, Check your privilege. Yeah, I know. So I was just like, no, that's not fine. And a friend of mine actually can't work in her office because it is, like, deemed to be unfit when it gets to a certain temperature because yeah. it's too old to have aircon installed. Yeah, we don't have aircon. Really? We just have fans. I've just had a desk fan. Oh, my god, Which is not enough. On Thursday, when it was the hottest, I lit- we were literally, like, it got to, like, the afternoon when it gets hotter anyway. Yeah. And I was just sat there, and I was like, I, I can't, like, I can barely work anymore. I was yeah. like, I can barely do anything. And I, on my lunch, I went and sat on, like, the sofas that we have in, in the office just to, like, read my book. And, um, because I didn't want to go outside because it'd be even hotter. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> I fell asleep. 
<laughs> it was like that hot. I just sort of like drifted off. Yeah. And then I was like, whoa. <laughs> so, I'm fine, I'm fine. Um, but yeah, it was so hot, I could not work. So you are lucky to have air con. Yeah, we are. And it's quite nice because you can walk down, you know, to where the keys are and at least like look at some water and there's like a bit of a breeze mm, there. Yeah. And that's quite nice. Um, but yeah, I just think like working in general is hard when it's so hot. And my flat is so hot. Yeah, your flat is hot. Your flat is hot. Even though I have my industrial screw fix fan, which is amazing to give <laughs> credit to the fan. It's a great fan. Yeah. yeah. So I just have to sit on the LGBT directly in front of that fan for the rest of my days, basically. But I am acclimatizing for Canada because Canada will be very much the yeah. same. But it will actually have like actual sun. This is what I resent. Like there's no actual sun ever. Yeah. It's it, just I, I, I like, it's like being in soup. I'd rather it be sunny, sunny and cold. I don't like um, just the Soupy weather. humid soup. Yeah. Yeah. It's crap. Don't agree with it. Nope. So whilst we do not agree with living in this soupy weather, what, on the other hand, what are some super tunes that you've been listening to this week, Olivia? (laughs) Please, what's your track of the week? Please let us know. Okay, well, my track of the week this week is the first single from Tegan and Sarah's new high school Ah, album. High school. They released it this week. It's called I'll Be Back Someday. Yeah. And it is just like... It's just like the most high school. I just love that basically they were like, we can't think of any other songs. So what we're going to do is just like mine the tapes of what yeah. we recorded. Yeah, we're like, like literally going to go into our diaries and just like read them yeah. out into some songs. Yeah, And it's very much that. So like the opening lyrics are, sit and watch my TV set. What is on will make it better. We'll make it better. <laughs> I want to call and ask, what's up? <laughs> going to dial. But then I stopped. Why don't you call? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I gave it one quick listen yesterday, um, but like was doing bits and didn't properly like listen to it. But you know, I thought it was good. Yeah. And very yeah. Tegan and Sarah. It's very Tegan and Sarah. And I just think they are the old faithfuls of the queer pop world. They are. And they must be ad- respected. <laughs> they must, yeah. Respect our elders. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I'm very excited for that album. Um, how, a good one. Yeah, how about you? Uh, my track of the week comes from, so there's this singer-songwriter, Angie McMahon. I think that's how you say it. She's Australian. Yeah. She's released her album Salt this week. Really good. Um, there's a couple of songs Salt on Salt is there. a very queer word. Oh, it is. Yeah, I think, well, I don't know. She might be queer. Who knows? Hopefully. Fingers crossed. The word, <laughs> the word salt is, though. Yeah. Oh, God. Love salt. Mm. Love salt. All types of salt. Um, and... Uh, she has this great song on the new album called Pasta, which is just about like being sad and eating too much pasta because oh you're sad. Which God, is, that is a story of my life. Absolute story of my life as well. So uh, I really like that one. That's good. And it's like a slow builder. But um, I will probably, for my track of the week, I will actually have uh, Missing Me, which was one of her singles from like a, a couple months ago that I've known anyway. I've listened to loads of times. And it's just really good sort of build. And it's got like a good like hook. And it's all about like, you know, you better be missing me. I honestly feel so seen that someone out there has written a song about eating too much pasta. Honestly, it came on and I was like, oh my God. And she said, she said something like, she just says like, I've been lost for a while and I spend so much time eating pasta, although I'm probably allergic and other people seem to move so much faster. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh God. Then she says, I wonder why I'm feeling lonely. <laughs> I was like, oh God, it's me. Wow. It's me. Every, every time I'm left alone, I just eat way too much pasta. Absolutely. Oh. So aim. Yeah. So that is my track of the week. Really good album. Um, if you're into that kind of thing, definitely check it out. It is worth a listen. So other than consuming too much pasta... <laughs> What else have you been consuming this week, Lucy? And that's not a dig because I'm absolutely in the same boat as you. Oh God, yeah, I know. Pasta forever. Yeah. Um, we, we, we. <laughs> I have, to be fair, I have not actually been watching that much because, or consuming that much, because I've just been 
A, listening to every single pop song ever to try and find the most beachy pop songs for the beach-themed set that we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, beach party-themed set. Um, and apart from that, just doing live show bits. I haven't actually had much downtime. I am reading, um, started reading what is, and actually I think it's a bit of a mistake, as I've started reading a book which is amazing and I'm like so in love with that all I want to do is like read the book. But That's I'm so nice. Which is so nice, but I'm like, I've got so much to fucking do. I, yeah. can't, be, I can't be having like a good book at the moment. But um, that is Hot Milk by Deborah Levy. Oh, yeah. And it is, which I've known about for a long time. I've just never actually got it. I haven't yeah. ever had a copy of it, but I found a copy in the secondhand bookshop at Quarry Bank Mill, which was really? great. And I was like, oh my God, yes, one yeah. pound. Amazing. Our friend Kate is very much in a Deborah Levy phase of her life oh, at the really? moment. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. And Hot Milk, yeah, I knew it was good. I've heard loads of good reviews, blah, blah, blah. I just started reading it and I was like, oh shit, this is so good. Yeah. I am really enjoying it. It's like, it's like, I think it might be like, might be become one of my favorite books ever oh my god wow please yeah. submit it to the aquilonging library i will to the qll okay. yeah so and like i love it so much that i was reading it on my lunch la- on friday and i got past halfway and i got really sad because i was like i'm getting near oh, that's the end great that fucking- never yes! happens to me it hardly barely ever. ever happens anymore so i was so i'm loving it totally recommend it um i'll talk about it more when i finish it but um yeah it's it's a great book it deserves all the praise that it gets oh, great. so apart from that I'm just wanting to read that all the time but trying to like I have to like I put it like away so I can't see it because <laughs> I like, don't want to read it. yourself like little yeah. pieces of chocolate like, like last night before we were going to uh, Partizan I just like went in my bed and just read some of it and then, and I was like oh we gotta go <laughs> yeah well you had to go and finish the second episode of Garden as well, well to we get yourself watch, pumped exactly we did watch uh, two episodes of Garden as well because that's uh, the best thing to do before a night out obviously uh, <laughs> Monty Don knows how to uh, start a party. Um, yeah, apart from that, um, a couple of weeks ago, actually, and I meant to mention it on the last pop, but I forgot. We, I watched um, Knife and Heart. Have you heard of that? No. So it's like a new, um, like, uh, slasher f- film. It's sort of set in the 70s, and it's, but it's super queer. So it's about, like, it's got Vanessa Paradis in it. It's French. Mm. Um, and it's uh, about, like, she's like a porn director in the 70s. Yeah. Um, making all these, like, sort of b-rate film kind of things um but then loads of people of her like cast start getting killed by this <laughs> this like murderer yeah. whose mo is to use like <laughs> a knife that's concealed in a dildo <laughs> and it is a weird fucking film right it's 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 bizarre but it's super like um, if you really like slasher films, it has loads of like the traits and like um, has like loads of, like nods to like the things that happen in general slasher films, like okay. the way that those, especially like from older like seventy sort of ones, it's got yes. a real style yeah. and it's got like a really synthy like soundtrack, which by M eighty three, which is like really yeah. good. I love those in like old horror films. Yeah, it, it has that feel, but it's also really fucking weird. It gets really, it gets a bit labyrinth in the middle where there's like this weird. She goes to this weird garden, like to try and find some answers, trying to like figure out who's killing all these people. Yeah. And she like goes to this like garden and there's this just, like man who comes and they talk about these birds and then he's just got like a bird hand like a claw it's so it so it gets a bit weird a bit conceptual yeah big conceptual um but it was really entertaining um super queer like every character in it is queer essentially what, what how did you come across it as a thing um, that you wanted to watch i think i read an article on it or saw it somewhere mentioned somewhere that it was like a queer slasher and i was like yeah that sounds great okay um and uh it's on movie which is like one of those streaming services you can get yeah. um and 
Izzy and Adam had a friend up who had Moby, and yeah. so she was looking through, and I was like, oh, let's watch that. It's supposed to be, like, quite good and queer, so let's watch it. And it was just a wild ride. So I watched that. I would highly recommend it if you're into, like, sort of slasher films or 70s French like porn yeah. <laughs> style films you'll love it okay um yeah but it was really it was really like trippy and like a bit weird near the middle and then it get then it just gets a bit but it's also like very sad because she the the next parodies is like has, her girlfriend's just broken up with her and she's like devoured about it so she mm. decides to like she's like i'm gonna make the best like porno ever and she like decides to make it but then like everyone's like getting killed around her mm-hmm. and they're all like it's telling this like half just telling that tale and then half like telling the tale the fact that like the police aren't taking them seriously and stuff they don't care because they're all like because they're all queer they're not bothered they don't take it seriously so she has to like do all the investigation herself and stuff and like try to find the answers so it, it's it's good it's got it's got it's got stories to tell cool yeah do you know Recommend. um do you know that vanessa paradis has a band no yeah she does i don't know if she has it anymore but she yeah. had it for ages and it was like quite a well-regarded band i, I guess that. yeah and um you know 40 yeah her friend ellie is in it or wasn't oh, it right. anyway yeah oh, cool yeah and they used to like bop around going to like festivals oh, with God. just vanessa paradis that's it i know casual yeah it was like <laughs> it was always such a random thing but um yeah. it was a thing and i listened to some of the music it's good very good been watching um a couple of the new queer eyes and actually lucy couldn't get into my flat today because i was listening to it so loudly over the fan it was so loud i, t- I walked up to your door and i was like oh she's watching something but you're usually watching something or whatever i knocked and like nothing happened i was like hmm. and i knocked again louder and nothing happened and then i could hear he's just keep getting better and i was like oh she's watching queer eyes and then it was like hi and everyone like screaming and stuff and i was like Aah! and then i just like rang you and was like Hi, I'm outside, but you can't hear me over queer, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could not. But um, how, yeah. how is it? I haven't watched any yet. Yeah, it's good. It's just like it's what it is. classic yeah. bits, isn't it? But um, none of these have been making me cry, whereas... Oh, uh, they usually do. They usually do. But I just wonder whether that's because like, I sort of know what to expect a bit more now. Yeah. I don't know. But it is still good and like definitely worth a watch, especially when you're on a bit of a hangover. Yeah, it's And nice. you just want to like Comforting. have a fizzy drink and oh, yeah. watch something. Have a fizzy have a Sam Pelly, just kick back. Do you know what I'm saying? Not a sponsor, unfortunately, but who knows what Yet. will happen in the future. Also, a couple of podcast recommendations. Obviously, after the Women's World Cup, I was left gagging for more. And <laughs> and I went down a bit of a, a rabbit hole, a Megan Rapino rabbit hole, shall we say. And I listened to two podcasts, one about her and one with her. So there was a Radio 4 profile on her, a BBC Radio 4 profile on her that was um, made into a podcast all about her sort of background and life, which was really interesting and loads of different context about her history and how she grew up. And she's from a really conservative community in America and all all of the difficulties that have come out of that and you know a lot of people who still love her there but it's extremely divisive you know because of things that she's saying against Trump and the White House and all the rest of it so that was quite interesting and about how you know football was like a massive savior um for her and she really looked up to her brother who was a footballer but he kind of went down a bit of a difficult path and ended up in prison and a lot of things like that so it was really interesting to kind of find out more about her and how she sort of rose to prominence um as a professional athlete and the moves that she's trying to do now for equal pay and um she was talking about that a lot more on the podcast pod save america do you ever listen to that i've never listened to it i know of it yeah the guy the guys who do it are really good are they yeah and they 
and she was sort of saying this because she's a big fan of the podcast and they do make American politics and all the sort of quite complicated news that's going on at the moment quite like digestible and easy to understand but also really um thorough and detailed oh, that's good. so um it is good and especially like the, the american like political system is so complicated and so it, different from ours it's very different yeah it's good to if someone can make it like understandable yeah and they just difficult. seem like you know just regular guys who are really interested in this stuff yeah <laughs> and they absolutely were such fans of her oh, really? so sweet oh, one sweet. of them was wearing like a rapino um like shirt yeah and he was like i just want this on record i've had this for ages and you know i'm not just a fan because of this and you know i've actually had it ages and everyone knows this about me so like being like really like defensive to be like i'm a true fan I'm a true fan yeah which i thought was really sweet so that, um that was really really good and i've just watched loads of interviews with her and she's such an eloquent speaker she is. She's very very good about all of these issues so yeah definitely definitely check those out if you're interested in that and i also listened to kim petras on um jvn's podcast Mm -hmm. getting curious and it's all about i mean i was very much in the mood for it while i was looking ahead to your dj set because it was about how she writes pop music and you know about pop in general Mm -hmm. and this perception we were talking about this a lot last night about how pop is perceived kind of negatively and with a bit of a sneer sometimes and you know she was sort of sticking up for the legitimacy of pop as a genre and how she writes and what the sort of process is and how she's got better over the years and the different ways that she's done that Mm -hmm. and I thought that um it was yeah that was really interesting too so I would check that out um I also uh, read an article so last week obviously you mentioned on the podcast that some of our stuff went missing it did and so we missed the bit where I well you spoke about Susie Ruffle yeah and I spoke about how my mum wants me to go out with her yes that's right we did we missed that bit got completely cut which was really sad because it was a very funny yeah <laughs> so basically my mum to repeat the story from last week that no one heard she <laughs> ages ago I went round to her house and she had a leaflet on like the breakfast bar. Yeah. And she was like, oh yes, um, I picked this leaflet up from the Lowry outlet. And I went, oh right, okay. And she was like, yes, um, this is Susie Ruffle. Um, she's a professional comedian and I think she's a lesbian and I think, you know, you should be thinking about this. And I went... <laughs> think about this as an option for you. And I went, in what way? And she was like, well, I think you should go out with her. She seems very your type. And I went, oh, okay. And she went, yeah, I think she'd be suitable for you. And I was like okay honestly amazing so i love it your, your mom gets like a couple every now and then she gets like a person stuck in her head that she thinks you should go out with yes and it's always supremely funny the way she goes about it <laughs> just but like, but she being like yeah but it but also the way it's it's almost it's quite flattering in a way that she's yeah. just like sort that out yeah as if i can just email her being like we yeah, are now like, girlfriends yeah <laughs> um i'd like to put an application to be your girlfriend um just sign on the the, the dotted, dotted line, line. <laughs> mine forever but yeah um but unfortunately she does have a girlfriend at the unfortunately moment, she so, does you know sorry maybe Allison. we can maybe we can be friends Susie. Yeah. but i listened to um not not listened to i read an article about celebrities and their pets and right. she um did a sweet entry about her and her cat oh don't yeah so i'll send that to you because the cat lover lives here and it's it you it does it does live here <laughs> still haven't got over my cat that died seven years ago oh love her so much molly harapy <laughs> Um, yes, that sounds good. I also wanted to talk about an article that I read in the New York Times this week, and it's called It's Time for They. And it basically talks about how 
this well it's an argument for everybody using they and them pronouns right going yeah. forward in society the singular they is inclusive and flexible and it breaks the stifling prison of gender expectations let's all use it yeah so it's put it puts forward that argument and it's quite a short article but then they put it out to readers and for readers to respond as well so it's like a bit of a discussion around about around that basically and I thought it was interesting because this person comes at it I mean just to say they don't mind that they are called he and him so and I think that that's how they're referred to for the most part so that's what I'll do um but I think that he is sort of putting an argument forward for the future that this would be good for everyone. And I thought it was interesting because he's coming at it not necessarily from somebody that identifies as gender non-binary necessarily, but just saying that, well, he says, I'm your stereotypical cisgender middle-aged suburban dad. I dabble in woodworking. I take out garbage and I covet my neighbor's Porsche, though I do think men should wear makeup. It looks nice. My tepid masculinity apparently rings loudly enough online and in person that most people guess that I go by he and him and that's fine. I will not be offended if you refer to me by those traditional uselessly gendered pronouns. But then he says, he is not what you should call me. If we lived in a just, rational, inclusive universe, one in which we were not so irredeemably obsessed by the particulars of the parts dangling between our fellow humans' legs, nor the ridiculous expectations signified by those parts about how we should act and speak and dress and feel, there'll be no requirement for you to have to assume my gender just to refer to me in the common tongue. And then, um, yeah, just sort of goes Mm. on to talk about that a bit more. interesting. Definitely going to read that. And I thought from their vantage point, as somebody who often will be called he and him Mm. and the sort of background that they give of themselves it was really interesting that they are looking to do that yeah yeah it's it's maybe not the voice that you would expect that you would expect to write this article or whatever yeah Yeah, I, I, i see what you're saying there i do think that like a move towards using they and them for everyone is a good move like as they say like you it it removes that gendered like nonsense in my mind <laughs> like it doesn't the unnecessary gendering of a person straight off the bat so it just has it's just completely flexible neutral like you said. It's neutral, language it's neutral language and yeah why not i think it's a very um intriguing argument and uh one that we should consider yeah so if you want to take a look at that it's on the new york times and we'll put it in the show notes notes and also there is more debate in the comments right at yeah. the bottom about it and i think that, that they've done good. another response piece a couple of days after that includes some of those oh, okay um, that sounds good yeah be intrigued some of that feedback. to hear other voices about it and in the news this week in poland there was an lgbt march a few days ago and police arrested 25 people after there were attacks on activists there around 800 pro lgbt demonstrators marched through the streets of city last saturday amid a real heavy police presence and hundreds of counter protesters attempted to disrupt that event with some attacking activists chanting homophobic insults and um bottles rocks and flash bombs were thrown during the event that is very upsetting news not uh what we want to hear really uh, it's sad that there was such a a force that came out to protest against the march i know and even sadder because i think this was the first was it yeah big pride event that has happened there um 
so for it to be attacked in this way is like is particularly bad um anthony of queer eye has also come out in support of lgbt plus polish people um after all of this came to light and also off the back of this polish court have also had to ban lgbt free zone stickers from being sold god i know um Yeah, so it was a conservative newspaper who was distributing these LGBT free zone stickers and they were included in the week's issue of the newspaper. Mm. Um, And it shows a black cross superimposed over a rainbow flag. Uh, Yeah, that is very worrying news and it is even more worrying that it comes at the same time as we have heard the news about the murder of Yelena Grigoyeva in Russia. Uh, she was a prominent LGBT activist in Russia and she was uh, found dead from multiple stab wounds and signs of strangulation uh, after her details were listed on a website which uh, offers prizes for uh killing different gay people or queer people yeah. in russia which is shocking that that exists it's it's the kind of thing when you know like you hear about like a website that that exists or whatever blah blah, blah. it's like why is it still there and but she was aware of it a couple of days yeah, before and spoke about how scared she, she was threats death threats and everything and that is horrible that she was not protected enough uh and could not just live and be safe in her own country is uh horrifying and it is incredibly incredibly heartbreaking that she has now been killed um by well so an an unknown actual individual but um by groups of people who seem to think that it's totally fine to list people's details and attack them because of their sexuality so it's incredibly disappointing and not what we want to be talking about really one big organization who has been standing up and being counted i know that netflix has um not a blemish free reputation with um lgbt rights but they've definitely done a lot to support it Mm -hmm. over the years and they have threatened the organizers of boston's straight pride with legal action after they listed the streaming platform as a prospective corporate sponsor that's ridiculous for their anti-lgbt plus event you just list anyone as a prospective corporate yeah, sponsor because they want to kind of confuse people into yeah. thinking that they're an actual le- legitimized sponsor Terrible. of super happy fun america which is the group organising the parade. Super happy fun America. Yeah, have you not heard that? That's what straight no. pride's called. Yeah. Good Lord. So Netflix has sent a cease and desist order to super happy fun America. And they wrote, you should know that we're unafraid of bullies. Our legal department is here. It's queer. And it's telling you to steer clear. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I think that Netflix have been pretty good allies for lgbtq plus people i think the only issues that people have had is in um some of the more editorial content on the actual platform but in terms of like speaking out and um corporate making their corporate stance known that i think they've uh, to my mind always been um in support yeah it does seem that way it's good to hear uh it's always good for large corporations to use their voice in the right way yeah and to and to provide a really you know non-confusing 
absolutely clear message without you know I think sometimes these big corporations can be so scared of alienating certain parties they don't sort of stand up and be counted for sort of what side they're yeah, on shall we say they're always vague with their message to to not try to yeah as you say like alienate anyone yeah but this was very clear and very um very straightforward for where they stood so i think um that's good yeah and in other good news uh bulgaria has recognized same-sex marriage in a landmark ruling so that's really big news for bulgaria and for you know eastern europe to uh start um you know one country to start with um granting rights to same-sex unions so that's really good uh considering bulgaria is quite a conservative country um and similarly the same has happened in ecuador yeah which is obviously a big win for south america and following off the back of other countries like argentina and brazil i believe um so yeah that's some good news to end our lgbtq plus news segment this week so as you all probably are absolutely desperate to find out we're not going to wait any longer as it was dropped from last week's mm. episode unfortunately mm. we lost it to the 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 technical difficulty boogeyman <laughs> <laughs> it is time for don't worry you're about to find out what she's up to and it's time for celine watch so this week lucy we are back with all new celine and thank god an op-ed this week for your Ooh. listening pleasure so Brendan Kelly, um, the journalist, has done an article about New Look Celine Dion. And Ooh. he says, New Look Celine Dion isn't confusing. She's empowering. Wow. And apparently some folks in Quebec don't like the liberated Dion. Perhaps they just don't like strong, unique women who take control of their <gasps> lives. And then it starts by saying, not liking Celine Dion is so 1997. <laughs> Love it, love it, love it. Back around the time La Dion was conquering the world with that Titanic song, My Heart Will Go On. That Titanic song? It was cool to diss Quebec's most famous singer, but that was then. This is now. Yes. Since at least summer of 2016, when Dion was photographed wearing that oversized vetements hoodie with Titanic stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet on it, the cool kids have been saying that Dion is part of their scene, and they're right. Hello. By the spring of 2017, no less a trendsetter than Drake himself called Dion very iconic, and two years later, she's been lauded by everyone from pop stars to fashion columnists to queer longing for being one of a kind. (laughs) So it's just a lovely article about how great Celine is, basically and her absolute glow up in the past couple of years in terms of just like absolutely owning her own sense of fashion and her own sense of self and just being an absolute out there hun yeah i love it i love to see the revolution of celine and i love that people think that we're the cool kids for, I know. Uh, for loving Celine. I know. Um, we were jumping on board that gravy train way before it was left the station. Yeah, we were. And as we missed in last week's, she has had a lovely lob, hasn't she? A new haircut, which is what got cut last week. Yeah, so last week, yeah, all about Celine Dion's new haircut. Exactly, and that's her just as owning her, owning her style over and over again. She's gone for a new look and she looks as stunning as ever. Celine, we love you. We salute you. And whilst we would love to say that Celine will be a guest on our live show next week. <laughs> Unfortunately, not quite yet. But maybe one day in the future we'll be doing a Vegas set together. Oh my god. <laughs> but let's talk about our live show because it's literally tomorrow. It is tomorrow in podcast time. We will probably be pacing up and down the 
hot flat being like oh my god can't believe this but yeah we are doing it on thursday and it will happen it will be it will happen and it will be fine um so just to reiterate please if you can try and get there for 6 30 because we are having a drinks reception Woo! where you can meet all of the other people who are there and you can chat to us and chat to each other and it's just a really great opportunity for people in our community to get together and then the actual recording itself will start at 7 till 7.50. Strictly at 7. Strictly at 7. So you must get there for just before 7 to get your seat. And then we'll probably go on somewhere else after that. But we'll let you know details of that at the time. And it'll just be so great to see all of you. I mean, we've seen some of the people that have said that they're coming. And it's people that we haven't met yet. But we know have been listening to the podcast basically from the beginning. So that'll be really, really exciting yeah. to meet you. And we've got some really special guests, as we mentioned, over the past couple of weeks. The likes of Felix McNulty, who will be joining us from Books Beyond Bars to talk more about that. You can also look at Books Beyond Bars on Instagram to find out more about that ahead of the event. It's a great cause. We also have DJ to the Stars, Rebecca Neverbecky, yeah. joining us as well and talking about pride and music and her background in all of that stuff. And also joined by Caitlin Bennett from NB Pod from BBC Sounds and we just absolutely can't wait to well I think we're going to have a couple of others as well yeah, but just to give you a little taster of the ones that um, that we do have that is just so exciting and we it can't is. wait to chat to them and chat to you so exciting yeah and it's just going to be an absolute wild ride and I hope that you're ready for it because we've got a couple of little treats in store <laughs> so cannot wait for it i can't believe that the next time we record a pod it will be live i know yeah can you believe this this our 25th pod and we're already doing a live yeah i'm so proud of this little poddy baby yeah and thank you everyone for all of your support and for getting tickets and telling your friends about it we massively massively appreciate it so hopefully we can pay it back by giving you a good night but until then we'll be loving you leaving you and longing for you until next time Bye! Celine Watch! (laughs) I had a pen in my mouth. Right, let's do it again.